stupid droid. Welcome back to the United We Nerd Reviews, where we review pretty much anything that we want. <laughs> Woo! Um, so yeah, uh, I know we're kind of behind, but I think now is the best time to talk about some Bad Batch. Um, Bad we bitch. did do, we did do um, the first few episodes already. If you check back in our in our podcast history, we uh, did episodes one through five. Yes, we did. I think. And so uh, we're just going to kind of talk about the whole uh, first season as a whole. They just kind of catch things up. Um, and of course, who better to talk Star Wars with but my good buddy Joel. Of course, thank you. And of course, me and Brian, always ready to chat it up about Star Wars every single Hell day. Yeah. All day, every day. So, literally. So we're we are in the 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 shadow of Bad Batch now at this point. Um, so I just want to ask you, Joel, what are are your overall kind of thoughts about the season as a whole now that we are a little bit away from the series right now? Um, uh, really quick, for all my clones and droids out there, this is your warning. This will be, of course, spoiler heavy as fuck. So if you are not oh, yeah. caught up with Bad Batch, you need to turn it off and go plug in and watch it. Unless you want to be spoiled, then go ahead. Uh, like, truthfully, right. truthfully, why why are you listening to this if you haven't watched it? Unless if you're one of those people that don't mind... Voices. Yeah, unless if you don't mind spoilers, then, huh, all right. Some people don't mind spoilers, yeah. That's fine. All right, this was your warning. I'm I'm going to go right into a spoiler right now. Rip, rip Three, two, one. Um, so I actually really enjoyed the show. Um, one of my predictions came true for the ending with Camino getting sacked. We talked about it a little in person recently. Um, my, <laughs> my number one complaint, though, was they revealed there was a season two before yes. um, we even got the episode. I think the they were scared. Second to last episode. It was it was the week of the second to last episode, and they were they posted on social media. It's like you're getting a season two, and yeah, I know you felt this way. I felt this way. Probably a lot of other people felt this way, but we all just did a collective. What the fuck? You know, it's like yeah. the it should have been the a finale, title card. It should have been last episode. It should they should have done I don't know why they did it like this. Like they should have done it like Loki. Where no you didn't idea. know that there was a season two until the end of the credits. I don't know yeah. whose decision it was to release that. I don't know if if somebody is was like hovering over the button is like, oops. Yeah, it was an intern. But it was an intern. It was the same intern for Spider Man. And HBO. <laughs> Same intent. <laughs> but yeah, I don't like the finale was great. The finale it was, was really still was. fun to watch. But I feel like it probably would have been a lot better if we didn't know there was a season two. Yeah, and I think what's good about Star Wars sometimes, as you know, Star Wars has lore behind every goddamn thing. If there's a cup getting blown up by a significant character, there's probably a page for it, but there is, with Star Wars, at least most of the time, there is a lot of mystery. And that, you know, kind of killed the mystery of it. And, you know, it like we were saying, it, it should have been, like, announced at the end of the season. I'm guessing they were afraid we would, you know, people would lose interest in Star Wars or something, which I think is impossible. But, um, you know, I, I know Star Wars isn't for everyone, but it's, it's just a weird choice to be made about how to reveal that there will be a second season. Yeah, uh, it's 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 just one of those unfortunate things where it's like if if you're on social media as much as like any person nowadays, it's just kind of like it's just a little bummer, especially if you were like so many people are speculating. Okay, it's like you know what's what's going to be the fin what's going to be the ending? Like how many? It's like I feel like a lot of people were assuming that okay, how much? if not all of the bad bats were going to die exactly at the end, of, at the end come to find out that no nobody does which i kind of want to 
get to that in a second, but just to kind of keep on this tangent for a minute. But it's like, okay, well, you can't really have a series without the Bad Batch because that's the name of the show. So it kind of takes some of that drama away. I don't know. Like, besides that happening, like, how... How did you like the ending of the of season one? Um, I thought it was a good, um, intimate, personal ending. Um, of course, stakes as as the show goes, the stakes are really high, and uh, it's it was just enjoyable. Um, I, I told you like uh, the episode before the finale, the uh, Venators like destroying Camino was like the literal end of the Clone Wars. Like they're literally destroying the clone facility. It's done, and we're now in the age of the Empire, and it was it was nice, you know, subtle or not, some might say, but it it was really good, and I just there's so many great moments in the show, I really enjoyed. I will we'll probably come back to it a lot because I have a fucking I love the Republic Commando Incorporation. Um, they've incorporated not only the ones from Battlefront two, um, they've incorporated ones from the Republic Commando game again. There's a Republic commander who helps capture right. a hunter, one of the main characters. I was like, what? That's just throwing us fucking nerds a bone right there. You know, thank you, Dave Filoni. You know, validating us, you know, niche nerds. It's always nice to see commandos in anything like Star Wars related because they just look now so damn canon. cool. It's fucking now it's canon. canon. <laughs> Weren't yeah, they in um, something else, though? What? Like, like recently, weren't commandos in something else? They had a Are book, they... uh, I think, recently I've heard about where they like some of them went against Order sixty six and some didn't. But other than Battlefront two, I I can't recall. Um, maybe you know something more than I do. I I don't know why I felt like there might have been some in um in the last season of Clone Wars, but I might be misremembering something. They do make a quick appearance in one of the seasons. They deliver a body, and then I was just—it was like, "Oh shit!" Five seconds of awesomeness, and then they were gone. But um, I maybe they are in the last season, of Clone Wars, for a second. I don't know. I'll have to go rewatch it again. Yeah. What do you think, Brian? That last season, or <laughs> this past season? I say. It is. I guess it is the last season for now. But. It's like, what? What do you know? <laughs> right. Um. um. Uh. Can't, stop it now. <laughs> stop it now. <laughs> uh, get get a uh, get a. Uh, uh, Lucasfilm on the line. We need the damage control. Um, but yeah, I I liked it a lot. Like I kind of agree with you. It was really nice to kind of see what becomes of Camino and the whole cloning facility, and kind of like I wouldn't say it's like not as actiony, but it was it was more. There was action in it, but it was definitely more of a feeling of kind of like sur- survival ish, where it's like at some point, like they all, like all the the stormtroopers evacuate, and so it's just the Bad Batch, like trying to escape a collapsing Camino. And I think one of my favorite shots of this season is just seeing those repurposed Republic cruisers just start opening fire on Camino, oh, yeah. which is such, which was such like a, a surreal thing to see. Cause like when you think, when you see those Republic cruisers, you think, okay, you know, you know, it's the Republic, you know, they're, they're supposed to be the good guys. And you've always seen them. Like it would be like in battlefront two or any other, kind of clone wars media you always see the the cruisers defending camino and like defending mm-hmm. all of these different places and now you see them destroying what they used to protect like yeah there's there's different people inside the ships but it's still like that symbolism where it's like the republic is gone and they're wiping out everything that represented the republic mm-hmm. so i thought that was like a really good detail um but yeah i Back to what I was mentioning before, I want to kind of give props a little bit that Dave Filoni and the people that worked on Bad Batch decided to not stick to like a season finale trope and 
have no one die. Because I feel like, I don't know about you, but I feel like it's become a trope in a lot of shows where someone has to die to create that dramatic impact for like a season mm-hmm. finale. And for like, now that we now that we knew that there's going to be a season two, it's like, okay, well, nobody in the Bad Batch is really going to die because that wouldn't make sense. And so it's like, oh, is is um, AZ going to die? Like, are they going to just kind of kind of kill a droid just to kind of be like, oh, we like someone's gone. It's like, okay. Yeah. But even, even AZ gets saved. So it's like no one, no one mm-hmm. died the whole sequence. And I, I know some people are probably going to think that that's kind of lame or it's kind of just like whatever. But I, I personally feel like it's kind of cool that they believe they don't have to sacrifice a character to move their plot along, that they believe that they have a story that can be told without sacrificing like a, a side character or you know, a main character just for the plot. Mm-hmm. And um, they they do, you know, they craft it well. And I thought for sure they were going to kill AZ. But no, everyone is safe, and they still make it a heavy episode, you know? Exactly. Especially, oh, when they go back to the chamber that omega's from and then they kind of like drop the drop the idea it's like well it's like we were we were all created here as like mutations we were all created in this lab and like technically omega is the oldest one out of all of them Mm -hmm. and that was just kind of like we we are slowly starting to get more information about like what is omega it's like earlier in the season like we found out that she was kind of created from another strand of Django's DNA. Kind of like how how Boba was made from Django. And mm-hmm. so he's kind of like the closest thing to Django. Or like we've learned that the clones, just through like rapid cloning for the war, that you had to have like DNA... Uh, Degradation over time. Let me. I mean, that makes sense. So it's like, okay, we don't have, you know, a strong, you know, sample of DNA. It's like, well, we had this backup plan of Omega, who is kind of like Boba in the sense that she is the closest to Django that out of all the other clones. Um, I'm a little surprised that there wasn't an effort like on the empire side or at least on like the 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 Kaminoanian side to kind of like try to get omega again but um, i feel like that's that's what season 2 is going to be probably yeah but they did kind of take care of one of them you know wink wink and then the other one um, they took away to work on cloning stuff, probably for you know Palpatine and Grogu or whatever. That's my assumption. Um, I don't or Snoke. We'll we'll see though. But yeah, um, we'll kind of, yeah. I mean, they were stopped in their tracks as far as that goes. Right. Um, okay, so let's just kind of comb through the the season. So as far as kind of like what we were hoping for what we kind of wanted to see and didn't see or like what hasn't come to fruition yet. Um, I can kind of guess one thing that we're both equally excited about is the fact that um, we have, I think one of the coolest bounty hunters that has come out of the clone wars. Um, We have the very, very cool, um wow say i'm blank say it say his name say his name Brian. come on come on Brian. i can't i'm blanking on his wow i my his name blinked like legit well, well it's it's cad blank no that's not his name cad vane um, god damn it 
So if, if you guys if you guys haven't noticed, uh, we are recording this at in the evening, and I'm on my my second uh, Pepsi Mango. So that's how my day's been uh, going. This is totally staying in. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> with Cad Bane, that kind of ties into what you were saying about what we hope to see. Um, I was thinking either we would see Cad Bane and Mando, or this, or Bad Batch, and exactly. um, Cad Bane has a hell of an intro episode he does appear you know they sent a bounty hunter to go after and get omega the kaminoans before the season finale and it's like oh who went to go get omega and it's like oh shit if you know clone wars the baddest western space motherfucker shows up and puts a bullet in fucking hunter and of course he's okay you know for some reason his armor's good but you know cad bane's like straight up like you want to dance and of course hunter's like of course i will and fucking blasts him <laughs> um, so that yeah, was that was I, great, and I have to say, like, um, in Clone Wars and Bad Batch, the animation is so goddamn clean. Cad Bane looked oh, yeah. the best he's ever looked, so I was like, fucking hyped about that. Like Cad Bane got subtle um, upgrades compared to last time we saw him in Clone Wars, but it's it's just enough to make him just look so much better, you know. Like he has that, uh, and his intro to the series is the most Western you can possibly get. Just that mm-hmm. that pan up from boots all the way to that nicely brimmed hat that he has, and it's just like, oh shit, here we go. And um, the the implications of having Cad Bane in here makes me think that we are going to get that Cad Boba standoff that we couldn't get in Clone Wars. Yeah. And with that, I I was kind of thinking we might see Boba. We've seen Boba in Clone Wars. Um but you know, we did just see him in Mando. I don't know if we should sprinkle him even more throughout the series, but I was thinking we would see him or more bounty hunters actually, like Dengar or Bosk. But uh, I'm I'm happy with what they chose <laughs> as far as that goes. But maybe for season two, we'll get that Cad Bane Boba Fett showdown. Especially since, like, at this point, it seems like Omega is so intertwined with the whole like like Fett like family. Fett at least, as least, at least as far as like like DNA goes, because. I feel like if you're gonna be like dropping Django Fett, at least by name, yeah, I know it's like the clone facilities and whatnot, it makes sense, but like you have a Boba Fett show coming out at the end of the year. You're gonna have a season two of Bad Batch. Why not throw in a you know, an older Boba Fett, like a teenage Boba Fett? He's been hanging out with the other bounty hunters like Bosk and and the rest of them. Why not just have that interaction would be like, hey, you are pretty much my sister. And we need to I want to see how if that interaction like happens. Because, I don't know, I think it would be interesting to have that kind of dynamic where it's like, Boba Fett has to kind of come to terms with the fact that he might have, like, someone that's pretty much almost like family. I don't Mm -hmm. know, what do you think? Um, It's an interesting dynamic I I hope they explore in Season 2. I mean, we know... We're finding about uh, finding out more about Django and Boba with Omega, and it's. I feel like season two is kind of like that clean slate to figure that out and explore that, and we'll even see if Boba even cares or if Omega will care. Like, oh, he's like a weird bounty hunter. I don't like him, you know. And will they say like, will it be like, oh, Django was actually my dad, but it's like, oh, but he was my dad too. Like, you know, will that cause a rift between them? Um, that's true, because we don't even know if Omega would care, because yeah. she considers the Bad Batch as her family. 
So that's actually a good point. I didn't, th- I didn't think about that until now. Yeah, and just the clones in general. Like, will we see Omega interact with Rex, with Gregor, which I loved seeing. Thank you for bringing Gregor back, the coolest clone commando back in action, being crazy. Um, yeah, just like the, the, all the clones are pretty much her brothers too, and just seeing how she feels about that, and if we even get to that too, she might, you know. They might have her instead go back to Ryloth, which was cool, by the way, seeing Hera Syndulla, who's in Rebels. Rebels is really good. And, you know, having watched Clone Wars all the way through and going back to Rebels, it's a whole other experience. For those who don't know, I saw Rebels before Clone Wars. So it's it's topsy-turvy now with everything I've seen. And it just hits way different and way better. But yeah, um, (laughs) that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, yeah, just there's so much they again they can explore for the future, and you know they you know they have like an iron grip on leaks and shit for this. So who knows what they're thinking, and we, if they are, they might even have it all planned out already, and they just need to record it. So, uh, for, what about you, Brian? What did you hope to see, wanted to see for the future? What, what were you thinking other than like the Omega Boba Fett okay. interaction? What else did you so, want from Bad Batch? So. Bringing, bringing up Ryloth and Hera, you reminded me that we never, we never got, not a resolution, but we never got a, what happened to Hauser. Oh, yeah. Because the last time we saw Hauser, he was going out to stand up against um, Crosshair's, you know, like, troop. All by himself, and he actually was able to turn some of the clones. That was something I didn't expect. I was expecting the Hauser to walk out there and get shot down, but he actually was able to turn some of the clones, uh, like away from um, doing like the Empire's bidding. And I thought that was yeah. really interesting. So I think it would be cool if it's in season two, if you know Hera you know, contacts them again, or if, like, they need to do something with Ryloth again, or, like, with the Twi'lek people, um, if we can see, like, maybe Hauser kind of got, like, a troop of clones, like, in prison, that's kind of like a, another kind of, like, rebel sect, and see, it's like, oh, it's like a new rebel sect of clones, like, ex-clone troopers. I think that would be cool to see for like an episode or two that would be dope and i just want to say hauser was pretty cool too um i don't actually remember if he i think he is in the original clone series um i might have to double check that he was in like a episode where Hera's dad was in oh so he was on so he's been on ryloth since the fucking beginning wow yeah he he, he's like he's like their special guard like a like a republic republic issued like clone guard yeah yeah, he, they made him look cool, and uh, what's really cool about Hauser is they show the inhibitor chips, like, the ranges. Like, his, the fact that he was able to have a conversation about it with other clones and kind of get them to stand down shows, like, the variability of the inhibitor chip or what makes people turn on their Jedi Masters and serve the Empire. And so that's, um, that's pretty interesting to see the variability that we saw in the Bad Batch. Of what it does. Well, I mean, it's 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 it it is interesting to think about because from season seven of Clone Wars, and then as we've seen with uh, with Wrecker, like the clones understand what's going on in the moment, they just can't react to it because of the inhibitor chip. The inhibitor chip is what's making them do like Order sixty six. And kind of following in line with like the Empire, but there is something like there is a piece of them inside that is fully aware of what's going on. It's just they couldn't, they couldn't react on that instinct. Um, and so yeah, it's inter- interesting how Hauser he was following orders, but like throughout that entire episode, you could see Hauser was kind of like, "Are you sure about this?" It's like mm-hmm. it's like he was following orders, but you could tell that he was like, "This doesn't seem right." Like, why? It's like it's like these are good people. Why are we treating them like shit? So, and then 
then and then he got to turn some other clone troopers. So it is interesting to think like, was Order sixty six just kind of like a short term kind of thing to the point where the clones would just think that everything was natural, and so they would kind of go back to the way they were, but they were just following the orders of the Empire at that point? Or, like you said, do does the inhibitor chip affect certain clones differently? So I think that would be interesting to to kind of check back in on as the series goes on. Um, speaking of inhibitor chips, the fact that throughout the last half of the season, come to find out that Crosshair didn't have his anymore. What'd you think about that moment when we found um, that out? It, it was a nice surprise, but it, it also, like, it shows... Like, he's more of an interesting character. You know, he's not just programmed to be bad. And the the choices he's making, he's, like, that loyal and believes in the Empire. And we, we see that at the end of the last episode. Like, he's choosing, he's like, you know, he lays it down. My chip's been gone for a while. But I still believe in what the Empire does. I really do think they're going to bring order. And it's just interesting. Like, oh, he's been making all these choices to literally go after his old team. Like, the chip. It, it You did see, like, them turn up the power of the chip the first few episodes but it's just like in the end he like it's his own choice to do that which i I thought was an interesting turn of events and honestly i felt like it wasn't even there when uh the episode where rex finds them on the planet that's in jedi fallen over uh, order i forgot the name of it is but um nice little connection there by the way that that there's like a thruster that gets like burned into his fucking head i was like oh that shit that was brutal it was pretty brutal it's like When you always think of like big ass like cruiser thrusters, you feel like okay, they're just gonna get incinerated or something like that. But like no, like just seeing like his side of his head just kind of get burnt like that was like oh god, like that that was like the later half of Clone Wars like type of brutal. A kids show they said for kids they <laughs> yeah. said for for the young ones they said. But yeah, um, it was. It was an interesting choice and reveal. It, it was a good reveal, and it makes sense too. What do you think when that happened, dude? It was it was awesome. Like it's like <laughs> the, the they were like pinned down in the corner. Like you have a whole you whole like battalions of like imperial troopers like ready to like gun them down because they had nowhere to go. And it's like you know what? We're gonna turn on the fucking thrusters. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. It worked, and they got out. Sure um, but yeah. It's just, it's interesting to think, like, definitely at the end of that final episode, like, they're they're planting the seeds of Crosshair having kind of, like, that conflict, because it's, like, even though, like, knowing that he didn't have his chip for a long time and still chose to kind of be, like, the the Empire's kind of, like, 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 hunt dog... Lap dog of the empire, and like hunting down his brothers, and at the end of the day, it's like even though what he's like with the empire, like the bad batch still is like, come on, dude, you know, you can come back with us. So be it's all right. You don't have to do this. So it so having that inner inner conflict and seeing what Crosshair has to kind of internalize. And they did a good job of um, having that callback where at the beginning of the season, you had Omega saying, like, it's not your fault. It's like, I know mm-hmm. it's going to happen. It's not your fault. And then in the last episode, kind of harking, like, she kind of mm-hmm. reminds him of that moment. And you can see at this point, like, Crosser's actually thinking about it now. Where before, mm-hmm. he was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And now he's just like, hmm. And so I don't know, depending on how long they want the series to go, I don't know if they're planning on making this like a three, a three season or a four season like uh, Rebels. Uh, but it would be, it would be nice to have more crosshair moments because I feel like the problem with first seasons for any show is that you need to get familiar with the characters. And the only way to do that is have kind of like random like adventure of the day kind of episodes. Mm-hmm. And like for me, that's fine. Cause I just like watching star Wars stuff, but I know for some people they just want 
you know, they want to get the story and they want to see, you know, the lore hat, like the problems, like the main conflict of the show, like progress. But yeah. that'll always be like the problem with first seasons is that you need to have time to get to know the characters so you can have those connections so that moving forward, you can get those deeper uh, story driven episodes. Just kind of like, just kind of like uh, how Rebels was. Rebels was the same way. Like the first, the first season, a lot of people were kind of mad on. But then you start getting into like season two and season three. And it's like, okay, shit, this thing's actually picking up. And like Rebels became like a really good show. Um, I feel like Bad Batch has that same potential. It's just we had to get through this first season first. But I do want to have more episodes with Crosshair. Even episodes that only have crosshair, like just to get more, more into what he's thinking about post season one finale. All this chat of crosshair makes me gives me a couple predictions and guesses. Uh, one of them is okay. when crosshair finally does return to the Bad Batch, they will actually be dead. Like it'll be all of them, and they'll be done. So I think when we finally see that, we know the series will be over. That's one of my predictions. It's like one final stand kind of deal. Yeah, um, I think that if they really want to, they have the potential to see him just fuck up Rebels that we don't know. Like, be a true Imperial lap dog, which people would, I think, would eat up, especially Marcelo. He would love that, to see a fucking Imperial sniper just fucking wiping the floor with some rebel rebels oh my and God. rebellion. It would be a guilty pleasure, Dude. and I'm sure they could pull Dude. it off if they really wanted to. No, no. Think about this for a second. What if, what if Crosshairs is the reason why um, we get um, what like leads into the uh, Rogue One? Um, I don't know. I don't know why I'm having such such trouble with names right now. It's a long day, man. It's all right. <laughs> it is a it is a long day. Um, Saul Guerrero. What if Ooh. Crosshairs is the reason why Saul Guerrero is the way he is in Rogue One? What if he the Crosshair goes to attack a, a group of rebels, but it's Saul Guerrero's group because that's still in Crosshair's minds. Like, I never got them. Like, I never got Saul Guerrero in his group. Yeah. So it's kind of like he goes in to try to wipe them out. And then so that's how Saw gets di like hurt the way he does. Oh, gets like even more radicalized. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be a nice little like I like I know it'll be kind of tricky. I know it'll be kind of tricky just because um we do have to worry about fallen order in the timeline because I know fallen order is a few years like and rebels away from Clone Wars and well and rebels too. That is true. So unless if Bad Batch does like a jump forward in a way, but I don't I don't think they will. But it would be Interesting, because for anything related to Saul Guerrero, that is the only thing we don't really know how he got the way he did in Rogue One, like how he had to be on that kind of like pacemaker, you know, yeah, his own built-in CPAP. We never, we never found out why or how he got that way. So, like, there has to be a mission he does where it critically goes critically goes wrong. And so, like, I know there's some things we never really have to figure out, but I feel like, like that's something I'm personally curious about. Like, how'd you get this way, Sagarera? He's like, you've been doing this for so long. Where did you fuck up? Where did where did you go wrong? Or where did someone fuck him up? Yeah. So that would be kind of interesting because there is a pattern there. And there would be a reason, like... You can't fight someone like Crosshair. Like if you're just a rebel, like a regular ass rebel, you can't fight Crosshair. He's he's gonna kill you. Yeah, and you gotta be sneaky, beyond so, sneaky. I personally think that would be kind of cool to see in in Bad Batch. It doesn't have to happen, but it would be kind of cool. As far as that, um, I just wanted to actually address really quick, if you don't mind, Brian. No um, we see the return of two characters who were introduced in Clone Wars, the Martez sisters. And oh yeah, before they were kind of like you know rookies, you know, 
I almost say like uh, deviants kind of figuring out what to do, stealing from people, swindling people. But we see here uh, from Clone Wars Season 7, they're like, they're supporting the Rebellion. They have their own cause now. They have someone who's backing them up, which we are guessing is Ahsoka, but it might be Rex. Um, and they're there. They even run, you know, they run into the Bad Batch and they have a little conflict, but then they work together against droids. Little callback to Clone Wars, like both of them. So that was sure. that was pretty uh, fun episode. I know people, a lot of people had problems with the Martez sisters. They saw it as like a, you know, a delay before the big finale. But you know, they, they show where Ahsoka is and help her kind of set her on her path. And it's cool to see them again. And like they, you know, Ahsoka has now set them on the path, essentially. So it's like a nice little uh, like turnaround seeing them again. Mm-hmm. So that that was a nice little like oh hey they're back and I, what I love about this season is the reincorporation. I know people say it's pandering and stuff, but it's Star Wars. It's all for pandering and fans. And at this point, Bad Batch <laughs> is they took five characters from fucking season seven and decided to make a series about it. So anyway, on that note, right. um, we see actually what happens to the main like I'd say enemy of the Clone Wars, the Republic, the Confederacy. We actually see the Empire come yeah. down, which I thought for me was like really interesting. We just assume, oh, they shut down the droids, we're done with them. But no, they take it a step further, and they show like, oh shit, there's no Republic to fight us, but the Empire's here now to squash you and keep you in place. It's like, oh shit, maybe the Republic wasn't so bad. Mm. And that was an interesting episode. They had to rescue like an important diplomat they need for later. And, you know, I thought it was going to kind of be like a filler, but I was like, oh, this is actually kind of interesting. We... We're again, like, even though the mystery, you know, is being revealed, it's still like cool. Like, that's something like I never would have thought of to be revealed, and they still made it interesting, at least for for me. Like, oh, that fills in some blanks there. Oh yeah, and even in even in the episode that had the Martez sisters, like they they had to go rescue a a tactical droid, and so we even got more of like the separatist side where you get to see like what what is the Empire doing with all of these battle droids? They're just me- they're pretty much just like melting them and like re- like reusing them for parts, and so it was kind of cool to have like one last kind of look at the battle droids when um, uh, Tech got uh, reprogrammed them to kind of fight off the guard, like the trooper guards, mm-hmm. <laughs> and having a little bit more of that kind of like that funny battle droid humor. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, it's this season or this series is becoming kind of like that nice little connector from the clone wars era to the like the imperial like um uh, rebel kind of timeline it's like it's like that that shift and like you're slowly kind of fading out all of like the clone wars kind of stuff with like the battle droids in the republic and you're seeing like the true like beginning of the empire. I know we talked about this before, but like even like in episode two, where you started to see like the invention of like the the chain codes, and like you're mm-hmm. seeing a lot of like the imperial practices start to kind of just show up and be invented, kind of thing. So I hope for season two that we see more of that. Like I want to see how the empire gets to the point where they're at and. The beginning of rebels because like at the point of rebels they were kind of already like the empire that we know mm-hmm. but you saw like the clone troopers still using a lot of like the republic viet like walkers and tanks and other kind of v-wings equipment. still using v-wings. v-wings yeah gunships yeah it's like imagine how badass it is if it's somewhere in season two uh, we get to see the first TIE fighter. How fucking cool would that be? Oh, it's like the be Bad dope, Batch man. is fighting off some troopers, and all of a sudden in the distance, you hear that. It's like, oh, fuck, here we go. Here Dude, comes the twin iron engines firing, baby. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's stuff like this that gets me excited as a Star Wars fan to kind of see, because it's always cool at least for me to see the first, like this is the first, you know, TIE fighter. This is like the first time something that felt so common and so just like ordinary. It's kind of like, Oh, this is like new. And this is, you know, a big deal at this point. And it's like, Oh, that's, that's kind of cool. 
like the history of things, you know. We might even see like the first time, like first, like maybe even small group of Republic against the Empire, which I've been wanting to see forever. I want to see some clones fuck up some some stormtroopers, and if they play their cards right and they want to, we'll see it, and they'll do a damn good job. It would be like old tech versus new tech, and we obviously know who's gonna win, but it would be a cool showdown for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's some that's another prediction I have. But yeah, um, just seeing the Empire get phased in, and even with the last couple episodes where they rescue Gregor, because Rex sends him on a mission, we see them start even to change the armor to like the beta stages of the Stormtrooper armor, which uh, yeah. is old concept art they use for the Stormtroopers, and they reuse in the series, which, really cool. which is you know good on Disney and Marvel and star wars reusing all the stuff that you know oh we won't use it no these they're so good about reincorporating like oh we can reuse this again or reuse this actor they do not pass up what they have they use everything so it was cool to see like this in-between trooper and being led by clone commandos no less and like oh we're sending the, the clones away it's like oh where are you sending them to also something we might see in season two Oh, decommissioning clones. Oh, that that would be a dark episode. I can already but where do they I can go, Brian? See. Where do they go? <laughs> That's true. But yeah, like like we can we can we can point out the faults that Disney can do with properties like this, but you oh, have definitely. to you have to also kind of appreciate that there are people that really do care. And when it shows, it shows big time. Like, I feel like yeah. if they let people like Dave Filoni and um, John Favreau kind of take the helm as far as kind of like the creative for, for Star Wars for the foreseeable future, I feel like we can see really, really cool things coming from them. Because, like, everybody loves Mando, or at least most people love mando like i haven't i really love heard mando many... end of discussion yeah i haven't heard that many people like hate mando the mandalorian but people who don't even like star wars like mandalorian which is kind of wild but anyway keep going but it, it's kind of like like the, that show itself kind of like shows you what they're capable of as far as telling good stories with the star wars property like we got that we got the 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 finale of Clone Wars, which is really good, you know, Bad Batch so far is is pretty good. The Visions is coming out soon. That looks Acolyte. like it's really cool. Acolyte, Boba Fett. Is Rogue Squadron still happening? Or I know I think Rangers of the New Republic got axed. I don't remember. If, uh, Rogue, Squadron's Rogue Squadron's still, Squadron's still happening. happening. That's the this, that's the okay. next movie they're doing. Okay. Um, but I feel like like I know like. There's a lot of controversy with how the sequel saga went about. You know, <gasps> what? That's, that's, People that's didn't like whole... something about Star Wars, Brian. <laughs> that that's 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 a whole another discussion. Oh, we but... could have a fucking we twenty four hour discussion about that. Oh. I'm sure. All right, keep going. But I feel I feel like as of right now, if they kind of just keep at this pace, where they allow stories to breathe and they allow this kind of creativity kind of start flowing back into, into Star Wars. I feel like we can push Star Wars as a whole kind of back up the ladder as as far as kind of like brand recognition. Because, like, we both know our opinions about the sequel series. We We... There are things that you can point at as, you know, problems and faults, but like oh, we definitely we we will eat up Star Wars like it's like a bowl of cereal on a Saturday morning. You know, that's that's that shit. That's chugging not that a discussion. Shit. That's like not an argument. Um, but you can't say that Star Wars has kind of dipped down as far as kind of like a trusted brand for a good portion of people. So I feel like these Disney Plus shows so far have been, you know, if not knocking it out of the park, have been have been doing a really good job. 
you know, so I feel, I keep saying I feel a lot. I'm going to try not to, but this is how I feel. God damn it. <laughs> um, it's okay to feel. It's okay, it's to, be okay to feel. It's okay to be soft. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Say what you will. They pumped out these good shows. You know, people are saying, oh, they're ruining Star Wars. It's like, well, you don't have to watch then, but I can't. Okay, then, you know, it's like. Like, there are, there are. There are some valid criticisms amongst just kind of like the yelling and shouting in in the in the Star oh, Wars definitely. fandom. Um like it's it's no brainer that the sequel movies could have been done a lot better or at oh, least definitely. kind of planned a lot better. Um yeah. but I'm hoping that just from how the the Disney Plus show has been going that we are going to see a different kind of way that we are getting this new content. Like, I feel like they know who to trust a little bit better now after kind of like the bungle that, that went on the past few years. Um, Mm. so I hope that when season two comes out, we can look forward to a lot more, good shit from Dave Filoni and everybody else that's working on the bad batch and star Wars. Um, I don't know if you, you mentioned any, anything that you wanted to see from season two, Joel, is there any like standout thing that you want for episode, uh, not episode for season two? Um, I mean, I made some predictions. I would just love to see them find Wolf and star Wars rebels. It's Wolf, Gregor. Oh Rex. Yeah. Um, if they don't, that's okay too. Um, I would love them to find a lost Jedi and the Jedi not make it. I feel like that's also a trope they kind of do already in Rebels, but they do it so well. I would just, I would love that hope to be shown and taken away. But at the same time, I would love to show like if actually Quinlan Voss is like KIA or not, like, or if he gets away, gets to be an old hermit somewhere. Um, I know people have problems with the sequel series. I would love tie-ins to the sequels. Like, even if it's little, like, little trimmings, like, even with Mando, like, they have those cloning vats, and we're not sure if they're Snoke. Like, start seeing shit like that, because Palpatine is definitely laying the groundwork to still be alive for all fucking nine movies, so... I um, would love to see even, like, a sprinkle of it. Um, well, I mean, like, we already we already have Fennec in the show. She's true. a representative of, of the Mandalorian. Like, the Emperor is alive, and he's taking the cloners from Camino to somewhere. Yeah. And that still has something to do with, uh, Omega. Yeah. So I agree. Like I would, it would be kind of cool if we start kind of piecing together, just like what the fuck was going on under the scenes, like behind yeah. the scenes. <laughs> that okay. I got, I got two things I would on. love to see. I want to okay. see a Go young Moff Gideon and I want to see Vader. And then it's S tier from there. I don't care. Even if it has huh. shitty filler episodes. If Vader's in it and Moff Gideon even says like, yes, my master. Fuck it. I don't care. S tier. I can do it. It's done. That's interesting. Okay. Vader would be a stretch. He's very busy in other things. You know, Rogue One, even a little bit of Rebels. But it's not past him to shut down a rebellion. That's all I'm saying. If they're involved somehow, he'll be there. I thought there was rumors that Vader was going to like have a cameo in this and he didn't. So I'm wondering if that's for later on or if that was just kind of like an assumption of some kind. What would be interesting to see? I don't think they'll touch on the Death Star at all. Even I though mean, it was like technically to be it's, built. they're wrapping it up end of episode 3 or they're starting, they might have some um Tie-ins with that thing. Um, like, Director Krennic could have an appearance, maybe. Ooh, I don't know. Now you're talking. His fucking white-ass outfit. <laughs> Director Krennic kills Crosshair, dons the white. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that, that is a random prediction I would not fathom seeing and understanding, but I'm sure they would do it if they could. Like, I can't think of any other, like, prominent, like, Imperial figures that would be around during that time that we haven't seen already. Like we've seen Tarkin, you know that's that's done with at least for now. We could see Veers. 
Veers, maybe. Um, now you got me thinking. There, there's a possibility they could put in Young Solo. Oh, you think so? It'd be a stretch. But if they're going to do a Lando show, maybe not. I hope they bring it on, bring him on for the Lando show. I think he did a good job. But yeah, it's it's not impossible. It's not impossible. They like if if it fits within the timeline, they can they can find a way to do it. <laughs> I, right. I believe in that. There's just so many like, there's so many possibilities, and I I know. Or, oh fuck, sorry, I just got excited. What about our buddy <laughs> okay. Cal Kestis? Sorry, I just I couldn't like shut that up. I uh, I had to say it because. <laughs> It would be interesting because at this time he's hiding at this because at the beginning of, of Fallen Order he's been hiding for like five years, yeah, and he's still at this like point like fresh like his his master got killed, he's on the run, yeah. and he's like hiding, doing something. So maybe he can have a little cameo like if they're gonna make the effort to try to make all media at this point canon, I feel like there has to be a point where they do more, like, cross-progression. Because, like... And again, we might see him in the Ahsoka show instead, but we could see his crewmates. That would be a nice... No reason why the ship can't leave and we see a Night Sister and the other two crewmates. But yeah, we could see the passage of time with seeing them. It's possible. It is, it is very possible. Um, like they just kind of come across Seer, yeah. As she's as she's just kind of like you know hiding out and you know kind of not being a Jedi at the moment, cutting herself off from the Force. That's that's. There's so many possibilities, and I I know that we could just sit here for hours and hours and just kind of go through the annals of Star Wars history. <laughs> We'd be here for a very long time. Yeah. So and at this point, the Clone Commando uses the. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited to see what happens next, and I I'm excited to see all the other Star Wars stuff and how that kind of intertwines with each other. Um, but yeah, what, what about you? What are your What are your final thoughts about Bad Batch season one? Uh, well done. I you know, with the context of Clone Wars, it's good. If I didn't have that, there'd be some things over my head. But there's still so many goodies and Easter eggs to eat up and. It's, you know, I feel like it's just Clone Wars Part 2, honestly. Uh, uh, Bradley Baker, you know, making that money, being the Bad Batch. Good job, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I mean, it's Star Wars. I'm going to eat it up no matter what. Um, but yeah, it, it's well done and great moments. Good throwbacks to Clone Wars and beyond. And I just hope they do the same thing again. Again, like you said, let it flow, let it breathe, write it out. Um I do not want them to reveal another season or not yes, in the final please. episode. If it's a finale, I want to say finale the day of. I want to Disney. say finale. You know, Lucas they'll probably film. say if it's a finale, you know, a week before because it's a finale. But you know what I mean? Like, take, I don't want to yeah. find out three episodes before the end. I want to find out the episode. Take, this is it. You know, take a um, note. I'm just a little nervous about it. Take a note from Marvel. Make. An after credits thing telling us there's another season. Don't put ads on Twitter and Instagram two weeks before the finale, please. Right. We, we beg you. Or if you're, you know, if they're dead, or you know, even if it says like, "Are they done?" Check, you know, a passage from you know this comic book to see their whereabouts, and it shows them kind of hiding. You know, do do something fun, but yeah, don't do it two or three weeks before. Not you know it's that's that's a bit of a killer. I a mean, bummer. I get it. Like Star Wars is probably their one of their biggest properties. They want to make sure. Oh, people gotta still stay interested. It's like it's that big. I think it would have been fine. If you didn't do that, but yeah, that's my number one gripe. Yeah. Pretty much with that show was that handle was not even like that. The you know something within the show. It was the fucking handling social media wise. It would, what about it you? Lucasfilm oh. spoiling ourselves, right? I mean. I liked it. I thought like this is this is the air, this is the point of time in Star Wars that I really wanted to see. So now that we're getting it, I'm just I'm just here for the ride, man. I'm I'm here to take it all in and see what and see what the the fledgling empire does to our clone heroes. Vader slicing yeah. him up, calling it. <laughs> Vader's take making a clone. Die braver than most. 
<laughs> Holy shit. That was oh, the fuck. Bad Batch. Oh, fuck. I just... How could I forget? We're also getting Obi-Wan. Of course. I hear rumors that... Um, here, mute this for 10 seconds if you don't want the rumors spelled for you. All right. Um, I heard rumors, or even for you, Brian, I guess, <laughs> if you want to mute yourself or not listen. Um, I, I might say have heard these rumors. Um, that Obi-Wan will be fighting and looking for Cody, which I think would be really cool. Um, all right, that's I did it. Hear now, a little bit about, I did hear a little bit about that. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, right. Like, yeah. All right, go ahead. We're done. We're done. We, that's it. <laughs> that was more than 10 <laughs> seconds. I'm sorry, but there you go. We just had to put it out. Put it out there. But yeah, uh, so much Star Wars content. and So much Star Wars. There's going to be movies again, prequel to the fucking Republic, like a hundred or a thousand years or some shit with Taika Waititi. I'm sure it's going to be even better than the last six movies that came out. Meaning, sorry, meaning one, two, three, seven, eight, nine. I am sure they're going to let him do his thing. If not, I'll be sorely disappointed and sad. But, oh well. We're we're in a whole new ball game now. Yeah. With Star I, Wars. And they have that wiggle room to do whatever the fuck they want, honestly. <laughs> like, like I, mm. I, we'll see though. We'll see. Uh, everyone who enjoys Star Wars has their vision of Star Wars, and then sees. You know, I can. We can go on forever. Anyway, there's so much content. <laughs> there's so a much lot of content. content. I hope. Yeah, I hope. Uh, we didn't get too rambly there, but as you can tell, we both really, really like Star Wars. Um, but yeah, oh, we don't. What did you guys think about uh, Bad Batch Season 1? I would really like to hear your guys' opinions. And of course, uh, you can do that by either checking out our podcast's Twitter at United underscore We Nerd on Twitter. Or if you'd like to send us some feedback or a question that we could answer on the podcast, you can do that by emailing us at unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. What's that email, Joel? Wait, what? Say it again? It's unitedwenerdcast at gmail.com. I'm still going to get it wrong. I'm going to always ask you to do it. I don't, I, <laughs> at one time, I'm scarred. That one time I got I'll it wrong. Be, I'll be here to correct you. Yeah, all right. Perfect. All right. But Joel, where could they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitch under Acoustic Avenger. I just have been recently streaming a Telltale game of Batman. So if you oh. want to see that, um, I'm also Mad Mech Monster Mine on various music social media platforms. And uh, as far as finding me on Twitter, just look for the United We Nerd page. I'm always commenting about it and stuff. You'll find me there under Joel Sandoval122. But where can we find you, our esteemed leader? Well, oh, esteemed leader. Oh, oh, damn. Well, you could find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brian Saber, and that's a Saber with the R-E. Um, you can also find me on Twitch sometimes. I also stream um, Brian Saber as well. Um, we are coming on to a new uh, season for TCG, um, Pokemon, and I believe Digimon sometime in the future, but I will be doing stuff with that on there as well as maybe some other things but yeah also we would like to send some appreciation to the listeners of this podcast uh we've been seeing a little bit more growth kind of spread out yeah. across across the world a little bit and we really do appreciate uh you guys checking us out um you guys are awesome and of course, we always love uh, for you guys to communicate with us, um, you know, give us some critiques of yours. Or if you just want to kind of chat more nerd things with us, that'd be super awesome. And of course, if you can share it with your friends, that would be awesome because we want to we want more nerds. We want more nerds to join us and enjoy nerd things because we like to talk about them. Hell yeah. Speaking of nerds and sharing, uh, sometime in the future, I've talked about this with Brian, we will have our, like, we had a roundtable about Overwatch, but we will have our roundtable about Dungeons & Dragons. I'm kind of excited to uh, to do this sometime oh, next yeah. month. It'll be coming on the horizon. I have a friend who's been playing for a bit. Um, we have a friend who just started. I think I might want to get him on it. I have other friends who I just, I forgot that they played together, uh, friends I play Destiny with, so... We might I just have a big round table of exchanging stories and our discoveries, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll we'll get to that eventually. 
So look for that in the horizon. And eventually, of course, oh, yeah. with Marvel's What If, um, you oh, know, yeah. uh, it's oh, really yeah. cool. I'm gonna, I haven't watched an episode for today, but it's the third episode, and I'm going to watch it. But do expect that we, of course, will fucking talk about it, because you know we will, because I've enjoyed oh, yeah. the past two episodes already, and I just can't wait for more. Me either. We're gonna we're gonna have a lot of cool stuff uh, coming down the pipeline, so uh, look forward to that. Because I know we will. We're gonna have fun. Oh yeah, and probably and uh, also, Gundam oh. N- NT as well. I bought the movie. We'll probably review that at some point. Oh yeah, we need to watch that, dude. Yeah, we're gonna watch that shit. We need to watch that shit. Pretty cool to Hathaway. Um, All right. Anyway, take it away, Brian. Um, also, just like a little kind of announcement. Um, I don't want to say soon, but coming up in a, in. The next little while, um, we will be seeing some stuff happen on the YouTube space Ooh. in the future. Um, kind of figuring out some details as far as um, you know, trying to reach out our podcast to as many places as we can. So uh, look forward to that in the future. I won't say exactly when, but if you're following our Twitter, you will be the first to know. Hell yeah. I think that is a good stopping point, my friend. Yes. Anta. Eka. 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 Anta. Eka. Omega. Bossa. All right. Catch you all later. I was just fucking sick. All right, kill it.